Hi everyone, Benjamin Smith here, pastor of Revealing Truth Ministries, Wesley Chapel. You know, God is always speaking good things to us and he has a word for you today, we are sure of it. Take some time out to listen and we'll be back as soon as we're done. God bless you. There was a lot of stuff that was going on, but one thing was I was as happy as can be. I am saved. My thought process at the time was I'm not going to hell. No exclamation point. <laughs> well, that's a little more than a period, but that's like, Jesus. Now, my life was still jacked up. It was. My life was still jacked up. But, man, I was so happy, and I was, I knew that I knew that I knew that I knew that I was born again. I knew that if I were to check out at that moment, to heaven I would be. Happy, ecstatic. You know what happened about two, three months later? Car got repoed. <laughs> it wasn't the devil getting mad. It was I didn't have the money to pay for it. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> Devil wasn't mad. Them folks wanted their money. And Michael Austin did not have it. And so they crept up. They got in the car. They crunked that bad boy up. And whoo. I, I wish. I would, Vince, I wish I could have said that. Oh, man, the devil, he just heated. My car payments always paid. And they repossessed my car. Man, they, paperwork got wrong. No, it wasn't none of that. Like, you done missed about two or three payments. We see that you don't have plans on paying us, so we're just going to take our stuff back. But with that being said, I was growing. Even in that, I was growing. So, interesting. I don't have the money to buy a car. <laughs> I had the money to pay for the one I had. <laughs> so God tells me, believe me for a car. Debt free. You don't have to pay a dime. That's right up my alley because I don't have a dime to pay. <laughs> But I was growing. This is the thing, but I was growing. And so I took that promise. Bible says through faith and patience, we receive promises of God. God said, trust me for a car. So, okay, we for God for a car. I'm in the church at the time. It's not Revealing Truth Ministries, but I'm in the church. And it's like, hey, Mike, what are you going to do for a car? I'm going to believe God. So with this fool. <laughs> yeah, I know that, but what are you going to do? I'm going to trust him. Give me a car that I don't have to pay for. Um, Mike, you know you work. And yeah, I know that. And you know you got these things. So I used to get looks. I used to get looks like, 
this young man is cheap. <laughs> this young man wants somebody to just give him something for nothing. This, whatever, whatever. That wasn't my focus. The only reason why is was because God said, trust me for a vehicle. Now, I did get that vehicle debt free, but it took about a year. So I'm walking. Not, not literally walking. I mean, I'm walking and I'm trusting God. God, this is what you said. <laughs> yeah, why you why you walking trusting God? You walk to the store, you walk to school, you walk to church. That was <laughs> that wasn't the case. Actually, was like I said, it took about a year. But in between that time, God provided every place that I need to go. He provided a way for me to get there. He provided a way for me to get to church because church was about 12 miles from where I live. And by happenstance, one of the members who he and I became friends, he was like, hey, I'm going your way. I'm coming by where you where you live. I'll just I'll just stop by and pick you up. So I'm going to church. I'm getting there, and those same things were happening for me to get to school. And there were times, like Ashley alluded to, it felt like valleys. Man, God, you said you was gonna give me a car. It's been eight days. <laughs> No car. It's been 28 days. No car. Those were thoughts. Those were thoughts that I would get. But it's like, God, you're true to your word. Because what? You said you'll save me. And I'm saved. You said you'd fill me with the Holy Spirit. I'm filled. So if I'm trusting you in this area of my life, I need to continue to trust you in this area of my life. So I walked it out. It took time. People still asking. It seemed like, it seemed like the devil sent those people to ask me. <laughs> Mike, so what you going to do? I'm going to trust God. And sometimes people feel that that is just such an easy thing to say. It's cliche-ish. It's clickish. What you doing trusting God? And sometimes we give off the, we give off the thought process of, God promised me a car and he gave me a car. He promised me a car, I walked out the door and bam, there it was. But this is a walk. This is our way of life. This is what we do. This is who we are. We, I've had to walk that same thing out with jobs as well. I remember <laughs> the nicest, 
one of the nicest ways ever that I got let go from a job. I was actually thanking the person that let me go. They were like, man, I feel so bad about that. Oh, don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. And then I walked off later, I was like, I just got fired. <laughs> but, <laughs> don't show back up here no more, you'll be collecting no more checks. <laughs> But with that being said, there were things that I learned during that time. It's like, okay, I have a job. I now do not have a job. But I learned how to believe for one. And so me and Jordan at the time, we were, Jordan was a baby. And we had went to ICM. It was the first time that it was in Orlando. I drove him and I, and I rent a hotel room, and in the um, in the hotel room, the Holy Spirit say, "Right now, everything that you want in a job." I wrote it down, and I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna have this job." Now, God didn't tell me like He told me about the car. He just said, write down what you want. And so I did. And the same, another process, another process. Because people knew I had been let go. Mike, what are you doing for employment? Oh, I'm trusting God. Yeah, I know, but you filled out an application yet? No. What you doing? I'm believing God. This young man is crazy. Because that those were the looks that I got. You know, people are looking at me. They're like, and I remember one, and I hold this person in high esteem. And they were like, no, what are you going to do? I said, trust God. <laughs> now... From that time to when I got the job, with everything that I had listed, it was about six months. It was about six months. I got another job in that time, but it's like, this is what I'm believing for. This is what I'm believing for. And I remember I was at, I was at Revealing Truth in Tampa, and a person that stopped me in the foyer and they were like, you know what? The job that you're waiting for is gonna be hidden and when you show up, it's gonna present itself. So that's exactly what happened. I had Holy Spirit need to fill out some applications in order to get the job that you're, <coughs> that you're wanting. So I went, <coughs> filled out applications, and they called me for a temp position. Like, that's not what I asked for. God said, go. <coughs> and so I went, did the interview, 
all of these things. And then as I'm leaving, Holy Spirit said, they're going to offer you the job, take the job. That's not what I asked for. Just take the job. <coughs> I took the job. This is what I didn't know. This was what was going on that I didn't know, is that God was still working it out in my favor. So, as I went, I took the job, and then I was like, oh, okay. So God is going to work this out kind of short time. kind of short term, and they said, okay, come by next day, fill out the paperwork, all of that stuff. So I go in the next day. Actually, it was two days. They said, don't come, because the principal had a meeting. So I went two days later, and it was like, there's some paperwork that you need to fill out. So I walked in, fill out the paperwork. Hey, I'm here to fill out the paperwork. She said, come into my office. Got something I want to discuss with you. I said, okay. So I walked into her office and she said, I know I was gonna, I was offering you a temp position for seventh grade, but there's a position that's opening up for eighth grade. The teacher hasn't left yet, so it's not been put on, it hasn't been put out as an open position. They will be leaving in about three days, but before it gets put on there, I'm offering it to you. I said, of course. That's exactly what I had asked for. It was exactly what was given to me, and it was exactly the word that I had received. Now... I don't look for jobs anymore. No, you don't understand me. I don't look for jobs anymore. Jobs find me. No, I, Holy Spirit said you'll never have to look for a job again. Since that point, every job that I've had has been offered. I have not looked for one. It's been offered. I remember I was telling one friend, it was like, hey, Holy Spirit told me, like, man, you point, as he was saying, man, you're playing, someone was walking into his office. Hey, would you like to do this? But it comes from walking. Now, with all that being said, there's some things that I missed it on, too. Every single thing is not a yes. I've seen numerous victories, numerous victories. I've also seen some things where it looked like, oh, that was a defeat. <laughs> it didn't turn out in your favor on that one. Because a lot of times we don't hear those. It'd be just like everything's victory, 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 victory. And then you sit out there and say, hey, but I done had a couple of, don't look like no victories. But everything with God is just better. At the end of the day, when that car got repoed, it was better than I had Jesus on the inside of my heart. It was just better. 
It wasn't a situation where, you know what? I wasn't happy. I was not happy. It's like, I still got Jesus. I still got Jesus, and that wasn't the last car. Since then, I've had several cars. As a matter of fact, I had one more that was repoed because I didn't pay them folks. We, we Christians, we're supposed to tell the truth. I ain't pay them people, they came and got their stuff. It's just, just the bottom line. But that, happen, that hasn't happened lately because God has helped me with managing money, not spending every dime that I get on stuff that I don't need or not useful. But as we continue to grow, as we continue to see God, as we continue to walk in his wisdom, hear him and expand, continue to be filled Last scripture. <coughs> Ephesians chapter 5, we'll go to verse 17 and 18. Wherefore be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Know what God wants for you. Obey him, trust him, rely on him, walk with him. And be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the spirit. And that's a continual thing. Be ye being filled with the spirit. Continue to hear from him. Continue to get in his word. Continue to pray. Continue to love on him and allow him to love on you. It's the best decision I ever made. Amen. Amen. Well, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What Pastor Mike was speaking on was how we see things from our viewpoint. And God wants us to see things from his vantage point. When we see things from our viewpoint, we can only get one picture. But when we see things from God's vantage point, we get the whole picture. I don't know about y'all, but in 2022, I want the whole picture. Amen, amen. The Bible calls that walking in the fullness of God. Ephesians 4, 13, we're going to read from the New Living Translation. And it says, this will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Fullness is being filled to capacity. Capacity is the maximum amount that something can contain. So when we view things from God's vantage point, that's the full capacity. 
That's the full capacity. Now, we know that there's going to be trials and tribulations. There are going to be things that come against us. But if we view things the way God sees them, the whole picture, we, can, we will be able to sustain anything that comes up against us. Proverbs 16 and 9. I'm going to read that out of the New Living Translation. And it says, we can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. So your identity as a believer should be in Christ. Your ID, saints, is your individual direction, which leads to your destiny. If you are only invest, investing in your own view of things, you will walk in 2022 unstable and interrupting what God has planned for you. Y'all got that? So we just celebrated a new year. I don't know about y'all. I ain't talking about nobody in here. I'm talking about me and some people I know. Every time there's a new year, we start confessing new things. But we don't start doing new things. We want to make resolutions, but we come up with all of the reasons why we can't carry those things out. Sometimes, after the first, okay, we know the day's the second. Somebody already didn't even reach that resolution. Stop has already began. We need to learn how to be the change that we want to see. We need to start confessing things that are attainable. When you confess some things, look at it from God's vantage point so you can see how, that you, how you can reach those things. We look to the left, to the right, and we decide, well, I want to do what Sister Ann is doing because last year she did X, Y, Z. But you know what? You don't know what Sister Ann went through. You don't know that she got up late in the midnight hour. You don't know that she took food to the homeless. You don't know that she took a blanket to somebody that was cold. You don't know that she went and stood outside that hospital room crying and pleading the blood of Jesus for people she didn't even know. You won't get out your bed and say, happy, thank you, Jesus, some mornings. Some mornings you wake up and you're on the move. God is a movement. We need to get up and we need to press to say, thank you, Jesus. There's a lot of things that are going on in this season. Yes, we're in a new year. We should birth new things. Out with the old, in with the new. But don't just say it, do it. Do it. As Pastor Mike was saying, write some things down that you want. And look at it from God's vantage point and watch him work. When Ashley was um, ministering to us and she said um, about going through things. This year we're not going to be going through things. We're going to be growing through things. Stop always going through something. Learn how to grow through something. There is promise in the process. There's a process. You will go through a process, but you don't have to make that process be all about you. You have some unsaved family members. Talk to them. Show them the love of Christ. 
Help them get saved, saint-free, and, and delivered just like you are. Don't hold things in. You're getting the word. You're getting the message. Share it. Let this year be about sharing. You know, we have to get to a point where we move from just coming to church on Sunday morning and saying hallelujah, and then that's our own only encounter with God. Sometimes life will cause us to make excuses why we're not doing what God has called us to do. We see things from our viewpoint which tells us that we need to take care of our house, we need to take care of our job, we need to take care of everything that concerns us. What about the things that concerns the kingdom of God? This is a new year, no more standing down, no more uh, waiting for someone else to come and do what God has told you to do. If God told you to do, stop going telling somebody else what they need to do and how they need to do it. You know, when you're planning events, see, I'm not an event planner, and I have some friends that they plan things, and they, they can be walking into an empty room saying, this, we're going to put this here and that there, and I'm sitting back like, what? Um, my viewpoint, I can't see that. I can't see what they're saying. But when it gets done, oh, my God, it is beautiful. Absolutely, it. The steps that you took to get there may be difficult. It may be challenging. You may want to quit. But when you see the end results, it is wonderful. And that's how God wants us to see things. He wants us to see that even though you're going through some event planning, which is called life, keep moving. You don't see what he sees because you're not asking him to show you what he sees. He will show it. He doesn't hide anything from us. He doesn't keep anything from us. God is for you. So therefore, ask him, God, show me how you see this. Don't say, I'm not a, a planner. I don't know how to do this. Maybe somebody else is better. He chose you. He called you. He gave you the vision. Carry it out from the start, the middle, and all the way to the end. You know, nothing changes if nothing changes. Nothing changes if nothing changes. If you continue to say you want to change, but you don't do anything to help that change along the way, then nothing will change. You will go through 2022 saying the same thing you said in 2021. You will go through 2022 doing the same thing you did in 2021. And then you wonder why, why we're here. Why am I here again? We got to make better choices. We got to know who we are in Christ Jesus. This year, we are contending for the faith. This year, we are standing our ground. We're not letting anything stop us or move us off of what God has called us to do and be. We know who we are. You know, we as believers have to not be so stuck in religion. Sometimes we get stuck and we want to present something to people that can see us. But then when we get behind closed doors, we're real. God wants us to be real all the time. Why would someone want to be in the family of believers 
that are not fun. Y'all are boring. Y'all don't do anything. Y'all don't go anywhere. Y'all go to church on Sunday. And then that's it. God wants to, us to live our lives out loud. Ephesians 3.20 said, live it to the full till it overflow. Yeah. Have some fun. Sometimes you're, you're having fun and laughing is ministering to someone else that is not saved and set free. Jesus had fun. And he still accomplished everything that God wanted him to accomplish. We have to have fun and live this life out in victory. You know, when you're running a race, you win, you're in first place. You're not going to take that trophy back and give it back and say, I don't believe I won, right? God said that we are victorious. We're all winners. Stop dumb downing who you are. You are winners. You all have everything that God has equipped you with to run this race, to do what he called you to do, and do it well, and have fun while you're doing it, and look at things from his vantage point. We are some super Christians. I say super because we have the supernatural on the inside of us. We are all visionaries because we have the visionary on the inside of us. We are all walking in power because we have power on the inside of us. There is nothing ordinary about us. But we have to know that. We have to get a revelation of who God is on the inside of us. We have to know that our identity is in Christ Jesus. We have to start investing our time with God. Just do that on purpose, on purpose. Sometimes you're going to work. Take that time to turn the radio off and just talk to God. You know, when you're on your lunch break, you got 30 minutes, eat 15 minutes and give God the other 15 minutes. There is always a way. We like to make excuses for what, why, and when. And God said, I'm still here waiting on you. Yes, we're waiting for God to uh, continue to love on us and bless us and do all these things. But waiting does not mean you're standing still. Waiting does not mean that you're waiting for Jesus to come back before you say hallelujah, amen. Waiting does not mean that things are not going to happen in your life. Waiting just means that you're praising as you're going through. You're praising as you let patience have her perfect works. God is giving you instructions while you're waiting. Look at things from his vantage point. And, you know, we have these, uh, what I call Sunday morning encounters with God. We so holy on Sunday, y'all. We look good on Sunday. We praising God on Sunday. When Monday come, We have an encounter with the world. We, we, we cutting people off on the road. We talking about our family members. We shutting down anybody that come to us to say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for what? Today, Monday. I hate Mondays. I got to go to work. Thank God you got a job. 
Thank God that he already went before you when Monday got here. Thank God for who you are. Thank God. Stop having Sunday morning encounters and have everyday encounters with Jesus. God is for you. If you stop seeing things just from your viewpoint and start seeing things from his vantage point, you will come into the fullness of God. You have to empty yourself so that you can be filled with what God has for you. You cannot try to fill yourself up when you're already full of other stuff. You're full of other stuff. It's time to clean house. It's time to clean that stuff out. It's time to get rid of all the things that you put on the inside of you. Fears, doubts, unbelief, all of that stuff. Unforgiveness, it's time to clean it up. Clean it up. Allow the Holy Spirit to have his way with you. In you and through you. Why did, why did Jesus leave the Holy Spirit with us? To be our helper? To lead and to guide us to all truth? Not pull us? Not drag us? Not convince us? We all want to be convinced. And we, have to, we get to a point where we want other people. We're trying to convince other people of who we are. They see you, and they can see through you. It's time to get real with who you are, what you believe, what you see, what you think, what you do. All of that should be one thing. I, I would tell anybody, when you see me, this is what you get. This is what you get. I'm not, I don't try to flip the script or because I'm in the company of this person, that person. This is who I am because I got free. We got to get free. When you have an encounter with Jesus, you're going to be free. There's no way you can go back to being your, your normal self. You are above and not beneath. God said he will sustain you. You don't have to sustain yourself. You don't have anything to prove to anybody but Jesus. And all he wants you to prove is that you love him. That's all. That's all. We, from this day forward, we need to make a commitment to ourselves. Be committed to finishing one thing that God has called you to do. You don't have to finish ten. Start with the one. Write a list and start with the one thing that God has told you to do and complete that. Check that off of your list. Check that off of your list. It's time for us to, to stop stressing and start and go get your blessings. Stop stressing and go get your blessings. It's waiting for you because stressing is causing you not to walk in the fullness of God. Don't be one way at home with your spouse and then when you see other people, you're, oh, you're smiling and everything is peaches and cream. You need to settle some things in the house before you come into God's house. Settle some things in your life before you come into the house of the Lord. Settle some things. Settle some things, saints. You know, we look at, um, we try to judge people by their, what we call their sins. But we need to start looking at ourselves. You see, you see one, of your, one of the saints sinning, don't talk about them, pray for them. But get yourself right first. You always got to check yourself. 
I always look at things now as, why did God let me see that? Why did, why did God allow that person to come through this force field and say that to me? I immediately, I got to pray for him. And, I, and then I have to check myself. I have to make sure that I'm in right standing with God so that I can pray the right prayers. I don't have to ask what it is, why it is, how it is, because I'm looking at things through God's vantage point. I'm seeing the whole picture. This person is wounded. This person is going through something. They, people don't always tell you what they're going through, and you don't always have to know. But you do need to know Jesus. Have an encounter with him. Have an encounter with Jesus. Walk in the fullness that God has created you to walk in. All is well in our lives. This is a new year, a new day. The promises of God still stands. We didn't start a new year just to say we made it to a new year. We started a new year because there's purpose in this year for us standing right now. A lot of believers are walking in fear and saying it's faith. Because they're looking at it from their viewpoint, they don't understand where they are. We left COVID-19 COVID 2021. It's being brought into 2022. But that's not our business. That's not our business. We're going to pray. We're going to confess some things. We're going to bind up some things. We're going to lose some things. We're going to decree some things. We're going to declare some things. We're not, you're not living in the full capacity of what God called you because you're afraid, because you're in fear. Not saying that won't happen. Not saying that won't, won't happen. Someone asked me, why are you, you, you need to be mindful of what you're doing. You're, you went into the hospital, you're praying for people, you need to be mindful of what you're doing. And I said, you know what, I hear you, but I'm, I'm being mindful of what God is telling me to do. When God tells you to do something, he sent you somewhere, you are covered, you are protected, you are anointed, everything about you is sacred. You are a sanctified soul walking on this earth. Every time you move, everywhere your foot touch is sanctified ground. There is nothing that can attach itself to your body and live unless you give it the authority to. I curse everything that's trying to attach itself to each and every one of you because you pressed to get here on the second day of 2022. There is protection where you're sitting. There's protection where you're standing. There's protection where you're walking. Everywhere you go, you are a word without saying a word. You have a force field around you that shields and says that God called you to be where you are. You are protected. COVID-19 cannot attach itself to your body, it will die. The symptoms might come, but they will die. They will die. No weapon formed against any of you shall prosper in the name of Jesus. Because you showed up today, you're going to leave here equipped. You're going to leave here anointed. You're going to leave here being the force to be reckoned with. No devil in hell can put anything on any of your bodies. I don't care what it is. The big C, the big Z, whatever it is. God said that you belong to him. Symptoms may come, but ain't nothing 
on the inside of you says that it's going to stay. We, we pluck it up from the root. From the root. We're, gonna, we're not taking out branches. We're taking out roots. We're taking out those roots. There is nothing no devil can bury you because you are seed and you are planted. And guess what? Harvest time. Harvest time. Symptoms don't equal defeat. If God said that you walk in divine health and he died on the cross for you to walk in divine health, well, you are walking in divine health every single day of your life. Every single day of your life. A symptom does not equal defeat. Stop looking at things from your viewpoint. Stop listening to everybody that come up to you that tell you their viewpoint. Look at things from God's vantage point. Who cares what the naysayers say? We only care what God say. God put you here on this earth in 2022. He, there's a purpose for you being here. Now, I know that some of our loved ones are not with us. They didn't walk with us in 2022, but they're walking with Jesus. We got to see things the way that God sees them. We got to see things the way God sees them. Some people are uh, going through some emotional times during the holidays and, and any day sometimes. But we can count it our joy because we're going to stand on the ground with our boots strapped up and ready. We are locked and loaded to pray for every person. Every person. God, God he didn't just talk to me when I got born again. He talked to me when I wasn't born again, yet when we were in sin. Don't just pray for the saints. Don't just pray for the saints and think that's it. 2022, be on purpose. Do things on purpose. Like Pastor Mike was saying, he showed up for an invisible job. We need to show up for an invisible God. He's already here. He showed up for you. He's still showing up for you. Show up for the invisible God and do what you are called to do. There's a, a body of Christ and you're connected. You're connected to a family. Somebody, your, your family member don't talk to you, you got the saints. You got the body of Christ. You pray for them. You love on them. You don't turn your back on anybody in this kingdom. Ever. That is not Jesus. He is your example. When you're feeling some type of way, you need to move past your feelings. You don't make decisions when you're feeling some type of way. Ask God to help you so that you can be a blessing to others. Stop being stressed. It's time to be blessed. I just... I just believe that this year is going to be our best year ever. Yes, we said that in 2021, and it was. It's how you look at things. It's how you look at things. Um, we, we have a, um, in 2021, we had the call. There was a call to action. There was a call for us to do something. We're going to finish that in 2022. We're going to keep walking in the grace of God. We're going to keep believing that what God did for us, we're going to do for others. There is work to be done, and we're going to have fun doing it. Amen? Amen. 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 Am
Let us pray. Father, we just thank you. We thank you for this day, Lord God. We thank you for who you are and who we are in you, Father. We thank you, Lord God, that there will never be another day like this, Lord. So we just thank you for this day. We thank you, Lord God, that you have brought us into a new year. So it's a new us. And Lord God, we are recommitting ourselves to you, Lord God. We will walk in the fullness of God this year. It doesn't matter what we did not do last year. Because, Lord God, we thank you that you are a God of chance. You are a God of second chance. You are a God of limitless chances, Lord. And we thank you. We thank you, Lord God, that it just keeps getting goodier and goodier. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that every day that we get up, we will give you honor and glory. We magnify you right where we stand. We thank you, Lord God. We didn't get up and stand up because we know how to do it. We got up and we're standing because of you, Father. We will be steadfast, unmovable, unshakable, unbreakable, Lord God, as we walk this life out. We thank you for the supernatural, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for your presence. We thank you, Lord God, for each and every person that's in here right now. We decree and declare blessing over their lives, over their finances, everything that's connected to them, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that nothing missing, lacking, or broken. We thank you that you're weaving together everything that the enemy thought he was taking from them. We thank you, Lord God, that it is restored 100-fold. We thank you, Lord God, right now that you're moving up in every one of our bodies. Restoration and manifestation takes place now. Not later, not tomorrow, but right now. We thank you, Father God, because we feel a move in this place. A move of you, from you, Lord. And we thank you, Lord God, that we are, we are vessels. We thank you, Lord God, for every message because we're the messengers. We will not be quiet. We will stand up, rise up, take our rightful positions as believers. And we will not leave a man or woman behind in the name of Jesus. Well, Father, we just give you glory. We give you honor. And we just thank you, Lord God. For all that you do, all that you've done, and all that you will continue to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, that's what God had to say to us today. We pray that it blessed you. As always, we pray that the Word of God blesses you, not just years from now or months from now or weeks from now, not even days from now, but we pray that you got something out of the message today that would change your life immediately. God bless you and look forward to chatting with you next time.